It's Monday, the 25th of October. Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Hi, Callum. Good morning. Let's start here. Brent has been trading mostly sideways over the last week, but has set a new high this morning. What has been the driver today? Well, we saw a high of 86.43 so far today, so getting very close to the 2018 high. Um, And that's been helped really this morning by comments from the Saudi energy minister, uh, which sounded very cautious about the idea of increasing output to to help with the current um, uh, deficit that that, that we have in the market. Um, In particular, he talked about there being uh, a significant surplus at some point in 2022. He said that pointed out that a lot of forecasts are indicating that that's, that's uh, could happen. He talked about the lingering effects of, of COVID uh, and the dangers that, that that poses on the demand side. And he, so he said that uh, high prices should not be taken for granted. Um, and I think all of this explains a lot about the outcome of, of the last OPEC meeting, where, of course, uh, OPEC decided to stick with their originally um, advertised plan to increase output by 400,000 barrels per day in November uh, and probably says a lot about what what they may do at the next OPEC meeting. Moving away from OPEC, the latest US drilling report showed that production in the key Permian shale region is back to pre-COVID levels. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, that's right. Although it's worth noting that overall U.S. shale supply is still uh, significantly below uh, where it was ahead of the pandemic, about a million barrels per day lower, in fact. Um, But still, clearly higher prices are inclined to stimulate production, and that raises the prospect of U.S. shale uh, competing with with OPEC plus and oversupplying the market, which, which of course, is uh, uh, the kind of thing that the Saudis are worried about. Um, But there are other aspects to this report that suggest that 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 might not be about to happen. Um, firstly, there's been a sustained decline in wells that were uh, drilled in the dash to increase production in 2019, but were not put into production at, at, at the time. These are the so-called uh, drilled but uncompleted wells, or ducks. Uh, and the number of ducks have fallen from a high of uh, 9,000 um, ahead of COVID to, to, to now around 5,500, uh, as those wells have been put into production. And, and, and of course, that, that's led to uh, substantial supply arising from those wells. Um, but the fact that actual total production revel- levels have not increased commensurately uh, suggests that much of those additional wells um, were really just offsetting decline in existing output, because, of course, um, uh, US shale wells uh, t- t- tend to decline in output very significantly, maybe as much as two thirds over the course of a year. Um, clearly, this can't go on indefinitely, uh, and this suggests that a further increase in drilling activity is going to be needed um, to, to, to maintain, let alone grow, um, production, um, especially as the productivity of new wells is declining, according, again, to the latest U.S. drilling report. But there are also signs that uh, cost pressures are starting to increase in, in the U.S. shale region from uh, labour shortages from people who've left the industry um, over covid shortage of components, equipment, raw materials. Uh, so these are all adding price pressures. And of course, there's a lot much less uh, favorable political environment uh, now under Biden than there was under Trump. Um, so all of this raises some, some questions really about uh, the ability of US shale to deliver on some of the forecasts that people are putting in for it for, for next year. 
And, and, and this is perhaps the counter argument to the concerns that the, that the Saudis have about supply next year. And where does this leave the market? Well, as I mentioned, the 2018 high is uh, only about 30 cents away now. Could well be today or, or any time soon that we, that we break that level. From what the Saudis have said, there seems to be little chance of a policy change when OPEC meets next Thursday, in which case what we'd expect is, is that they would add another 400,000 barrels per day uh, for December, which is what they've previously said they would, would carry on doing. But perhaps... Um, they might bring January's increase forward to to December, so increase by 800,000 barrels per day in December and then add nothing in January just to help the short-term supply situation. But based on what the Saudis have said, I really wouldn't expect them to go, go beyond that. I think it's also worth noting, though, that COVID is somewhat back on the, on the radar. Um, if, if you look at what's uh, going on here in Britain, for example, I mean, that we need to see how that plays out. That might be a leading indicator for the way Europe will go over the coming uh, month or so. Also, there's been news of outbreaks in, in China, so that's something to keep a close eye on. So it's clearly, that COVID still has the potential to uh, change the situation. Perhaps we will see more lockdowns over the winter and reductions in demand. I mean, that's that's a, from, from transport, certainly a possibility. Um, I think it's also worth noting the market has risen very rapidly over the last couple of months. Uh, and, and to avoid breaking the uptrends that, that over that period, we actually need to see Brent breaking 90 in the, in the next few weeks. However, um, while that sort of presents the risk of a modest correction, if it doesn't uh, break that, that uptrend, I, I think unless there's a sort of major COVID upsurge or, or, or a significant correction at asset prices, um, that a, a sort of break in that in that uh, uptrend need not necessarily change the overall picture of, of prices uh, tending higher in, towards the end of this year. And that's where we'll leave it for this week. Thank you, Callum. We'll chat again next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you would like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.